Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Water Cooler, the world's most statistically average sports podcast. Brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Featuring 387 shows with a stable of former players and local media personalities. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. My name is Ryan Saba, the most electrifying voice in sports information. And with me, as always... Yo, it's me, it's me, it's Lukey C, a.k.a. The Crockpot, fresh off a week off. I'm ready to get back into it. What are we talking about today? We did take a week off. Sorry. You know, you guys are probably going through a little bit of little sickness, a little dope sick from the boys. <laughs> today, golf and basketball. We got the PGA Championship coming up this week, so major week. Have- can't have a major golf event without some insight from the water coolers, resident golf experts. And then we're going to talk the NBA season's over. It's time, you know, it's time for us to talk about the NBA playoffs. We'll give some thoughts on the play in tournament. We'll talk a little bit about some of these first round matchups. Uh, we'll do, we got to do an update on the water cooler NBA challenge because now that officially starts and then we'll make some picks. So Before we get into the show, a word from our sponsor. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. What do you got this week? So I'm just going to give you just a little taste of what what I'm thinking about, and then we'll get into some golf picks later. But I'm going Wednesday night, playing game. Give me King James minus four and a half. Shock. I just look, man, if Steph, Steph is going to if, if he if he can if they can win this game, it's going to be a game where Steph has like 54 points. He's going to score. Know. He's going to have to go Kobe and score 81. Yeah. And, and, and have 13 threes and whatever. So I, I just I don't see that happening. Lakers are just too good. I, I mean, so what they, is it? Lakers minus four, minus and, a four half. and a half. Yeah. I like minus four and a half at home uh, against the Golden State Warriors. What do you got? I didn't pick anything this week. I I was heavy. You know, we'll talk about some of the odds for some of these teams to win the title and things like that. I might put some credits down here uh, tomorrow, but I'm still doing a little analysis there. So I don't have any official picks this week. Are you done? You got any golf stuff? I do. We'll talk about it here when we talk about this golf stuff. Sounds good. So head to betonline.ag with your computer or mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Let's jump right into the golf PGA championships this week. It's majors week. Like it's a major, major week. Like you said, for the non golf fans out there, where is it? Give me your thoughts on the course and then talk about some of the guys that you like this week. Talk about some of the guys you don't like. Yeah, so the course is, it's Kiwa, the ocean course at Kiwa Island in South Carolina, about 45 minutes from Charleston. It's a Pete Dye design, who's probably the, the most famous or second Jesus. most famous course designer in the world. But uh, he's, got a very, couple, he's got a couple around here. He does. I've played them. They are ridiculous. I've played them. <laughs> does he have any besides Oak Hollow and the Cardinal? 
not in Greensboro, but he's got several in the state. Those fucking courses, man. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, and for those that don't know, the Cardinal is the sister course of Bob Ross-designed Sedgefield, where they play the PGA Tour event. So really nice courses in this part of the country. But yeah, they're, so they're, they're at Kiwa at the Ocean Course. This course has the most oceanfront holes in North America with 10 because the way it's positioned on the island. So there's 10 oceanfront holes, which is the most in the North America. It hosted the 2012 PGA Championship where my guy, Rory McIlroy, won by eight strokes. This course was built in 1991 for the uh, for the Ryder Cup. They learned that while they were building it, Pete learned that there's no prevailing wind. So the wind changes drastically each day. It, it could change every single day. You could have a long tee shot one day uh, with the wind and be right into the wind the next day and have to lay up twice before you get to the green. So they made these really long, these long greens where you can move the tees up and back. And they made these huge 50 and 60 yard greens so that they could play it to the way the wind was put was was expected to blow that day which means you know if that stuff starts swirling anything can happen and you could see some big numbers uh the weather's looking good it's supposed to be high 70s low 80s all week all weekend there's not much rain and the, there's no rain in the forecast just low low chances but let's talk some guys you like have you have you looked at it at all do you see anything you like i haven't man you know i got so much shit going on in my personal life i feel you we're going we're going to the outer banks this weekend we're going to duck so I'm prepping for that. My parents are actually going to Charleston. That's why I thought it was funny when when you uh, it's my parents' 41st wedding anniversary. Ah. So shout out to uh, Bud and Linda. Happy forty, Yeah. Happy 41st. So and then obviously, you know, I got some stuff going on at work. I just I just got a little bit of a promotion at work. So I'm doing double duty at work. So it's funny. Last week, us taking a break actually worked perfect for me because i'm sort of one foot in one foot out doing two jobs right now not doing either to the best of my capability which is a little frustrating but that all ends here in a couple weeks anyway enough about me i haven't taken i haven't even really looked at it the one thing i'll say is this and maybe i'm completely off dustin johnson's from south carolina this is probably a little bit of a home course for him or a relatively home course for him so I would expect DJ to play well this week. You talked about Rory winning by eight strokes a couple of years back. Um, you know, Jordan a win in Charlotte. Jordan Spieth has, has been playing much, much better lately. Uh, so those are probably three guys that I would look at. So there's there's my light analysis. All right. I'll give you some picks. Some, some of the guys that I like. I'm going to start with my top tens. I like to bet top tens. I like to bet my guys. You know, I like to ride with these guys. The numbers are usually not great for those guys at the top, so I like to go a little bit farther down. Um, I'm going to start with Mark Leishman. He's plus 550. I think he's got a good setup. He's been in good form since uh, since the return. He, he kind of struggled early on, but he, he's getting into his groove. And, uh, you know, I actually mentioned him for the Masters podcast, and I uh, believe he finished in the top 10 there. I He was close to finishing the top five, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he gave it a run. He was up there on, uh, on Sunday to well. He was up there on Saturday, and then he fell back a little bit on Sunday, but he, he gave it a good run. So I like him for top 10 this week. Also, I'm going to go with Victor Hovland at uh, plus 3,000. I'm sorry. You're that not, was not going to call him by the nickname you've given him? Big Dick Vic? <laughs> <That's weird. laughs> Big Dick Vic. Yeah, he's. I, I, you know, I like him. I really like him to win this week. It's just... I'm not sure that you're going to see a first-time major winner at this course just because of what I mentioned before. I think you're probably going to get an elite winner 
probably a guy that's won maybe before, but uh, but yeah, give me Victor Hovland at uh, plus two twenty five, and my last pick is going to be. I'm going to go with Patrick Cantlay at plus 400 for the, for top five. Who won the PGA last year? It was Colin Morikawa. What's his number? His number for top 10 is plus 300. Um, he's been playing well. I like him, man. He's kind of like. His putting it leaves a lot to be what's, desired. What's he rated in the world right now? Like not is he's top 10, right? Number six in the world. I, I like. I like him this week. I like DJ number one, but sort of my dark horse. I guess picking the number six player in the world really isn't a dark horse, but he really hasn't been playing. Like well, to be honest with you, but that's it's not well, a terrible pick. He won. He didn't. It was not that long ago that he won, right? It's been a little while. Eh, okay, I'm still going Colin Morikawa as my dark horse. I like it. Now, like I, as I mentioned, I think you're going to get an elite winner. So certainly a guy that you mentioned, DJ. Not really on him this week but it wouldn't surprise me if he won he's just he's just too damn good and like you mentioned it's a little bit of a home game for him kind of surprised that uh Rory McIlroy was uh was a favorite here along with Patrick Reed at bet online was is a favorite so I like Rory I mean obviously I'm a huge fan he's probably my number one guy in the non-tiger division but I don't love him at 14 I really like Xander Shoffley at plus twenty. I know I mentioned a first-time winner, so if you're gonna if you're gonna get one, I think it's gonna be a, a caliber, a player like Xander Shoffley who is ranked number four in the world right now. So you know, just one of those elite players, and uh, you know, the guys that I mentioned certainly wouldn't surprise me if they won. But I, I'm not gonna bet at them. I'm like stick with them at, at top uh, top tens. But uh, yeah, give me give me Xander Shoffley for the win. That's my pick. I like it. One other thing here. EA Sports took the opportunity today to, to, on IG, post. We talked about a few weeks ago that they put uh, an announcement out that they're bringing EA Sports Golf back. It looks like EA Sports Golf will not only have this event, so it will have the PGA Championship, it will have the Masters, but it will also have the PGA Championship, and it will have this course as well. So, just a little tease from EA Sports as they continue their long game with a lot of these sports games that are coming out to kind of consistently and continuously tease them and keep the fans excited. So definitely looking forward to that one. Yeah, absolutely. Can't wait. All right, let's get into basketball. We haven't talked basketball in a while. We've been immersed in NFL offseason, free agency, Everything leading up to the draft, the draft itself, and then a recap. The draft recap was our last episode. Regular season's over. Uh, the playing tournament starts tomorrow. Tomorrow you have the Eastern Conference playing tournament. You have number 10 Charlotte at number 9 Indiana. That's the 630 game on TNT. And then you have number 8 Washington at number 7 Boston. That's the nine o'clock game. And then Wednesday night we have on ESPN, we have the Western Conference playing number 10 San Antonio at number nine Memphis and then number eight Golden State Warriors at the defending champion Los Angeles Lakers at 10 o'clock. For those of you that don't know the playing tournament, it's, it's very interesting. I, you know, and we'll get into it in a minute. The winner of the eight seven matchup advances. That's the seven seed. And then the loser plays 
the winner of the 10-9 game, and that's single elimination as well, right? And then whoever wins that gets the eight seed. So it's interesting. There's There's been some... I think mixed, it's, a, it's a really funky format. It is a funky format. Mixed mixed reviews. I'm interested. I'm interested to hear your thoughts. And like I said, it's a funky format with the way the seven and the eight seed have to play each other. But I guess you know they're they're trying to, you know that 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 team, the two teams that actually qualified for the real playoffs, only have to win one game to get in, um, which is kind of unfair to the loser of that game, which will be in the Western Conference, the Golden State Warriors. But uh, you know, they'll get a, they'll get a shot or maybe, maybe Jaw's going to get his shot at, uh, you know, after they blew their game on Sunday, but um, the format itself, uh, I kind of like the idea of a play in. I understand they play 82 games and that's the way it should be. And this year, not much would have changed, you know, it's still, it w- except for the Memphis golden state game on Sunday was going to be an elimination game you know, that loser of that team would have just missed the playoffs instead of getting a chance to get back in. But overall, I, I kind of like the idea, especially in a shortened season. So we only had 72 games. I don't know how long this thing has legs. LeBron came out and said that whoever decided to do this should be fired. Usually his word carries a lot of weight with the association. He only cares for one reason. I agree. I t- couldn't agree with you more. If, if he was sitting there at the four or five seed or the, the, the one or two seed where they probably should be, you probably don't hear a word about it one way or another from him, but uh, you know, I, yeah. So it usually is used word usually carries some weight though, but personally I like it. I think like these games, we're getting two extra days of, of playoff games before the playoffs actually start. And it's kind of cool to see NBA in single elimination mode, the games themselves. I'm kind of interested in the, the wizards and the Celtics matchup. The Celtics are kind of, walking dead at this point but um i, I the uh, wizards are a little are a little exciting you know all their games seem to come down to the last two minutes there's a play here or a play there that that makes you kind of scratch your head so they're, they're entertaining to watch and of course on wednesday i mean this look this is going to be the highest rated game of of any of the next of the next round to be sure is is the warriors and lakers on sunday night the nba that you know, they they literally just hit the lottery getting those two teams uh for a play-in game so I like the format and it'll be fun to watch. What do you think? I like when they do this kind of stuff. Honestly, uh, I wish they would do more stuff like this in, in the other sports. You know, they've talked about some weird stuff with baseball last year in extra innings. You know, they started a guy on second base, which was met with mixed reviews. I enjoy that. I enjoy some of the things that they've talked about with the NFL instead of an onside kick or whatever you're, fourth and 10 from 15 from your 30 from your own 30. And if you don't get it, then the team has the ball there. You know, I like that kind of stuff. I think it's exciting. I I like the way that they're, they're trying to get creative and change the sport. To be honest with you, I, I, I like what they're doing here in the NBA and I really wish they would take it a step further and just get rid of the lottery altogether, or maybe do an abbreviated version of the lottery and do some sort of a, um, you know, a consolation tournament for draft position to just keep teams engaged, get, get away from the tank. I enjoy it. You know, right now the NBA is, man, there's only about 15 teams, well, you know, 20 teams, two thirds of the league is, is really engaged. And then there's just the other 10, 12 teams that man, just, ah, it's not good for the fans. I don't think it's good for the sport. 
you know, NBA viewerships down. It depends on who you talk to. They'll tell you different reasons for why. I'm probably of the of the opinion that I believe that viewership's down because sports a little watered down right now. There, it's it's not really competitive uh, with the with the lower end teams. So I would like to see some more uh, innovative ideas in all sports to try to. We don't have to do things the same way we've been doing them since 1927. You know, like we can try other stuff. We can try things that'll make the, the sport more exciting, make it more current. 18 to 45, man, do shit that makes the 18 to 45 crowd want to watch the sport more. And it's an opportunity. This is one of those things that actually worked. I like it. I understand why LeBron doesn't doesn't like it. But to your point, he may not like it, but a lot of people are going to be staying up to watch that 10 o'clock start game. I probably won't be. <laughs> I won't be able to get get through it. But, you know, I'll damn sure watch the first half of it. Uh, and to your point, Washington, Boston, that's going to be a fun game. I mean, obviously, Jalen Brown's out. That's going to be a fun game. Charlotte, Indiana, LaMelo Ball. This is an opportunity to get a young guy that fans are excited about into the playoffs year two, legit superstar right year two of zion still hasn't played a playoff game right year one of of lamello he's going to get an opportunity to play a playoff game under re- normal format he wouldn't john morant same thing this is year two for him he's going to get an opportunity to potentially you know earn a berth i, I like it for for the younger teams that are up and coming, it gives those fringe teams a reason late in the season to keep pushing, which makes things more competitive down at the bottom. So I like it. I totally agree. The only thing I'll say is I, and I think that just the, just the existence of the play in, you know, to your point, kept a lot of those teams at the bottom from tanking, you know, the really the only teams, if you're looking at it at the end of the season, I mean, Toronto, they, they were in it, until that COVID thing kind of hit them and, and wiped them out. And I mean, up until the trade deadline, they, they didn't, they didn't end up trading Lowry. I, I wish they would have for their sake, but um, that's, that's when they decided, okay, we'll just go ahead and shut it down. I and wish then, they would have, cause I yeah. would love, cause they would have traded him to Philly and I would love he to watch Ben Simmons and Kyle Lowry put James Harden and Kyrie Irving in the torture chamber for seven <laughs> games. So, uh, but yeah, that, that, that would have been fun. Um, I think Kyrie can handle uh, Kyle Lowry, though. We've, we've seen it several times before. But, uh, you know, then the teams at the bottom there, the Cleveland, Orlando, Detroit, they were, they were all out of it. Um, Minnesota, I, I don't, they're just not good. I don't want to say they're tanking, though, because they, if, they, if they get a top three pick, it's, or, uh, that's the only way, I guess that, that's the only way that they get to keep the, the pick. But uh, I just don't think they're good. And then Oklahoma City and Houston definitely were tanking. But. Sacramento, man, they they were dying to get that uh, that ten spot. You know, they wanted in the they wanted in the uh, the play in more than than it's anybody. And that's fun, man. It's I agree. Fun I totally to see. Agree. You want these young teams to have an opportunity. So, and before we move on, I think you you mentioned it, Ja Rule or Ja Ja Rule, Ja in his uh, it's his second year here. John is second. He's got playing experience. So let's see how important that is. Yes, he does. In the All right, so first round matchups. What are you looking forward to? And you're obviously going to have to project here a little bit. Actually, you know what? Let's take a step back. 
who do you like? Let, let's just let let's get some picks out of the way here. Just want to do it right right out of the gate. Well, let's 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 do some picks on the play in. Who do you like to be the seven and the eight in the Eastern Conference? And and then I'll go, and then we'll do Western Conference. Okay, so <clears throat> as you mentioned, the seven seed plays the eight seed, and the nine seed plays the ten seed. I don't actually have the seeds in front of me, but we got Hornets, Pacers, and Wizards, yeah, Celtics. Charlotte's 10, Indiana's 9, Washington's 8, Boston's 7. Got it. I'm taking the Wizards to beat to beat the Celtics and take the 7 seed. I agree. The Jalen Brown thing hurts for them. And, and like you said, man, Boston's just kind of been – it's just a walking dead situation. And there's a lot of – and I kind of predicted this. I don't want to pat myself on the back. There's a lot of – has Brad Stevens lost the team? Is the same old halftime speech not working anymore with him? It's going to be interesting to see what happens there in the offseason, especially if they if they don't advance. And the funny thing is, is like I don't even think it's a Brad Stevens issue. Like the guys are just soft, man. They it doesn't even look like they care. And and I guess you can say that that's on the coach to get his guys motivated. But I mean, I mean, come on. We've seen with with teams before that are talented and just unmotivated you know maybe we yeah. can start looking at the roster instead of the guy at the front well i i agree with you you know and i also agree with a gentleman that has a daily show by himself on fox sports who i listened to today who generally i don't agree with his opinions but he had a really good point when you look at the nba if your best player isn't better than the other team's best player you generally don't have an opportunity to win the series unless it's like a generational talent, like a LeBron or something like that. Right. So when you take a look at Boston, Tatum's their best player. He's not better than Giannis. He's not better than Embiid. You know, he's not better than a lot. Of, I mean, Julius Randle, he's better. I mean, you know, he's better than some of those guys, but when you look at the top tier teams in the East, he's not better than Jimmy Butler. He might be more talented than Jimmy Butler, but I think Jimmy Butler performs better. So it's like, man, they're just in a position right now where their best player isn't better in their own. And let's not even talk about the West, right? So if you just want to talk about the East, their best player is, is he's maybe the fourth, fifth, sixth best player in the conference. So you got, it's, that's a tough situation for them. I mean, Brooklyn has at least two and probably three guys better than two. At least two. No, two. Probably three. I think it's two. <clears throat> it's three. But anyway, so yeah. And then we got, uh, I want to take the Hornets badly. I do. I, I like just, them. I just, I don't think they could beat the Pacers. I um, like them. I like them. So I think I, the Hornets are going to win. I hope, I hope you're right. But, I'm but then they got to turn around and be Boston, right? Yep, and that, yep. That's, I'm more worried about them beating Boston in sort of a do or die situation than beating Indiana. I'm doing it though. I'm putting the Pacers in. I'm, I'm saying the Celtics go on to and miss the playoffs. Woo. All right. I like, I like Washington and Boston to, to get in there. I like the Hornets in, in Boston to play um, on what Thursday, Thursday, it'll yeah. be Thursday. Yeah. And I like Boston to get in it as the eight seed. So let's, let's look, look at the West San Antonio's 10, they're playing at Memphis and then the Warriors at the Lakers. Who you like here? I think the Lakers, as I mentioned already, are going to go ahead and get that seven seed. So not much to talk about there. And then this is this is a fun matchup, but I'm going I'm going with Ja to win that game with his with his playing experience from last year in the bubble. And then uh, 
man, a rematch of that game on Sunday. That that game could have gone either way. I mean, Steph had 46 points, but it took him 36 shots to get there. I think they got a little bit uh, lucky with Dylan Brooks fouling out late because they were they were putting the clamps on. on not, I don't want to say putting the clamps on him, but they were making Steph work. You know, he he didn't shoot the ball great. So, um, God, I want to take the Grizzlies so bad, but I won't. I'll stick with the Warriors for the eight seed. Well, I think the Lakers and the Warriors are both going to get in. Uh, I, I do. I don't think the Warriors are going to beat the Lakers. I, I don't. I, I think in a one-game format, even though the Lakers are kind of limping into the playoffs here, but I do like the Warriors and the Grizzlies to play on Friday. I, I don't know, man. Steph's just – man, that dude put on a crazy – display this year i'm really excited to see that team next year with clay back you know uh maybe they i don't know bring they in got a, minnesota's pick which is probably going to be it's guaranteed to be in the top seven so and, and they and i think they have some salary cap as well so it's gonna be interesting to see what happens there but we're talking about this year we're not talking about next year i like the lakers to win on wednesday advance play Phoenix in the first round. And then I like the Warriors to to beat Memphis, who obviously I, I think Memphis will beat San Antonio. That's San Antonio. It's time with San Antonio, I think, to just strip it down, figure it out, trade DeRozan or let him walk. I'm not sure what his contract situation is. I know he's close. San Antonio is just kind of that's being a 10 seed in a play in a playing situation for that for that organization just seems a little little, little weird. So I think you and I see it the same way. Did you say you thought Memphis would would, would advance? No, I, I stuck with the Warriors. Yeah, you the stuck 18. with the Warriors. All right, so now that we've kind of talked about who we thought the first-round matchups, the 7 and 8 seed looks like, tell me which matchups you're looking forward to the most in the first round. Uh, certainly Milwaukee and, and Miami. I think that's fun. You know, you got two stars there in Giannis and, and Jimmy Butler, and Miami pulled – the upset last uh, last year in the bubble and was able to knock them out. I think that was only a five game series, if I remember correctly. No, you know what? I think they won. They won two games. So Milwaukee won two games. So, a chance here at redemption for uh, Giannis and crew with uh, the new look with with Holiday and the moves that they made this offseason. So, I think that that's a really fun series. But uh, the rest in the in the first New York and Atlanta could be fun. Could be fun to watch. That's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, I don't think it's going to have much impact on the rest no, of the playoffs, it's but uh, I, that could be very, very fun. It's not. Um, certainly, Golden State and Utah is is fun because Utah's they kind of it's weird. I know it's a one eight matchup, but they kind of both have this no one gave us a chance thing going for them because Utah's been going through it all year. Like no one, no one really believes that they're the best team in, in the conference. Or I don't think the, the casual fan realizes how good Utah actually is. Yeah, I think they're good. I think they are good, and I think that they probably handle Golden State, but they, it, there's some intrigue there. Um, no doubt. And then um, Denver and Portland, obviously, it would be, uh, you know, Jokic and Dame just going at it. I know that uh, Denver lost Jamal Murray, but somehow kept pace, and it didn't really seem to blow. So maybe, maybe not somehow. Maybe it's because Nikola Jokic is really, really good at basketball. And Porter, you know, Michael Porter's stepped uh, up. He's, he's emerging in a similar fashion to – what Jamal Murray did last year, obviously not as dramatically because Jamal Murray was dropping 50 in the bubble, you know, but uh, Porter's been sick the last like two months. 
yeah, he's been good. He's been good. Um, and I mean, just it, I, I, I'm not a huge fan, and you know this, but just Dame in the playoffs, you know, something's gonna pop off. So I am a huge fan of big game Dame, and it is always Dame time. Shout out to J Cole for putting our boy Dame on his on his new album, The Off Season, Cole World, Fayetteville. Um, I look, I. I am. Have you listened to any of that? Mm-mm. You put it. I ninety five, the the right. number one song on the on the album. All right, it opens it up. up. It opens up in Cameron. He's got Cameron talking. It it's fucking disgusting. Anyways, look, I'm looking forward to Denver Portland. You know me. I love Dame. I watch him all the time. He's you know Dame and and Luca are, are my two favorite players that aren't LeBron. Right now, um, Dame's been one of my favorite players for for quite some time. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. I've always sort of been a Jokic guy. I've always sort of been a Denver supporter. You know that. I mean, I I like the team. I, I think that this is a real opportunity for Portland to kind of sneak up and maybe surprise them. Look, I'm really looking forward to the Lakers in the Phoenix series for a different reason than I think you – think I'm going to say I think it's very good the Lakers for them to make a deep run and possibly win another championship I think having a team like Phoenix in the first round is going to be outstanding for them I feel like if you know the situation that they've gone through this season with injuries and and, you know uh, AD and LeBron not playing for them to have sort of a cupcake in the first round I I don't think does them any justice I think putting them against a team like Phoenix, where you got a guy who can score in bunches and Booker, they're going to have to figure him out. They're going to have to figure him out, you know, night in and night out. Chris Paul's going to keep that team engaged. I think the Lakers are going to win. I think it's a great matchup for them. And I'm just going to watch because you're going to see the Lakers just kind of, I think they may look a little sloppy there in the first game, but by the time they get to game four or five, Maybe it goes six, right? By the time they get to the back end of that series, I think you're really going to see that Lakers team start to hit on all cylinders. I think it's good for them for their championship aspirations, and that's why I like that series. And then Washington versus Brooklyn, similar. I like this Westbrook-Beal combination. Like Bradley Beal has turned into one of the most prolific scorers in the NBA where he could score 53 times in this series. That's true. right? And Westbrook could have you know six triple-doubles. Especially right? with he, the way, especially with the way Brooklyn plays D. You know what I mean. So it's going to be interesting because that's sort of been the knock on them all year. Harden's hurt. He, last night against the Cavs, he was sitting on the sideline drinking smoothies. This team's only played the three superstars, Irving, Durant, and Harden, have only played eight games together. And I, I think it's, I think this is going to be a good matchup for them because they're going to have to kind of figure out two guys. Early on, I don't. You can't stop one or the other. You're going to have to try to find a way to kind of contain both of them. You know, if Russ gets a triple double, you don't want him to get a 30 point, 15 rebound, 15 assist triple double, right? You want him to go like 14, 11, and 10, right? And then you want to try to hold Beal in the in the in the mid low to mid to low 30s. So, I really like this series for the same reason. I'm I'm excited about seeing all three of these games in. One of the other ones that you talked about, I didn't put it on the list, but I agree with you wholeheartedly, is it's the Knicks in, in Atlanta. I just yeah. think that 
it's going to be fun to watch. Two fun young teams. Young teams, young players. You know, New York fans get excited about the Knicks, which I love. And, you know, Twitter will be fun. You know, you love watching uh, the Atlanta team. There's the, This is a team that I've kind of, the last couple of years, been a little prematurely expecting them to kind of break through. And they're the five seed this year, so they have. I mean, the East isn't that great. But a lot of good first-round matchups. Who's Dallas playing? Dallas is playing um, Clippers. That's a great one, too. That's a great one, too. Yeah, I think I just think that the Clippers, um, I mean, they're just a really good matchup for for Den, uh, sorry, for Dallas. And, uh, you know, if, if I mean, Luke, will, they're going to he's going to win a game. Um, you know, he probably find a way to win. <laughs> excuse me, find a way to win, two. But but you, I mean, the Clippers, the way they tanked down the stretch, they wanted they wanted this matchup. So but I mean, like you said, it, it could be a good one. They had their hands full with them last year. I think he gave him two L's. All right, what's next? The bet online favorites. Right now, the Nets are are the favorite. I think they're plus plus two twenty, maybe plus two ten. Look, at, I just pulled it up. Plus two ten. The Lakers yeah. are next, I believe. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll we'll get into our official picks and everything in a minute here. But uh, I mean, do you see do you see any value on the board? And I'll tell you, I, I do right away. The the one that jumps out to me is Philly at seven plus seven fifty to win to win the title. Yeah, I, I definitely like Philly. Hold on, I have this. Let me pull it up. I definitely like Philly a little bit further down the board. I like Utah at plus 700. Those are probably – I like the Clippers at plus 600. I think those those next three, after you get past the Nets at 210 and the Lakers at plus 375, I like the next three. I like the Clippers, I like the Jazz, and I like, I like Philadelphia. So the Clippers are plus 600, Utah is plus 700, and Philadelphia is plus 750. I think – I think all three of those teams, honestly, I mean, Utah's a number one seed. Philly's a number one seed. The Clippers are a four seed, but obviously they've been in championship or bust mode for the last couple of years here. Those are teams with championship aspirations. They have some, I mean, there's some pretty nice juice on that. So you think, do you think that they're better than either of the top two teams that are listed? Do I not, think? Not, not necessarily whether they could beat them in a series, but do you think they're a better team? Than the Lakers or the Nets, who who bet online has number two and number one respectively. Look, I I think if I'm sitting in the desert out there in in Nevada, and I put the Lakers at or the or the Nets at plus six hundred, <laughs> I stand to lose a lot of money. Right? These odds are just it, it's. I think they got to make some other picks a little bit more tantalizing because. No, I get it. I get it. You know, and, and it's not like there's a ton of juice on either of them. You know, the, the Nets are sitting at plus 210. The Lakers are at 375. So, but you, so you, you think that those are probably just looking at it, not not necessarily who you're picking or anything, but do you think yeah. that those are the two best teams going in? I don't. I And I and I don't think one of those teams is going to make the finals. So, and, and we'll save that here for a little bit, but I, I don't. And honestly, I a little bit of a, a spoiler alert. I don't believe either of those teams is, is going to win the championship. So, all right. So I got an idea who you're taking, but um, let's get to it then. Well, and, and yeah, let's get to it. Let's get to it. So you, let's 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 go through the 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 water cool. Let's go through the NBA challenge the challenge and make sure our teams are set before we do anything else. All right. So just to reset, I have the Lakers. Yeah, the Lakers and the Nets. I made a midseason trade and traded Jesus. in the uh, 
the Mavs, unfortunately, for the Blazers. And hold on. And for those of you that, that, that didn't listen to our NBA, we picked these teams for the most part prior to the season even starting. So Luke really, he got lucky, you know, with the Nets trading for James Harden. I mean, you didn't know they were going to trade for James. That, that wasn't even really – I didn't believe that then. So you got the Lakers and the Nets. Who else you got? So. You go. You don't. You don't, you don't even have one of those teams picked to go to the uh, to the. Finals. I don't. So I'm. I'm not. You think either one's going to win? But I'm not disappointed. I'm happy with what I have. But yeah, and then I have. Unfortunately, I have the Celtics and never checked back in to trade them in because you I can just do it thinking, right now. I kept thinking they're going to be fine. You can and do then, it right now. All right. I actually made two trades in the season and I, I had drafted the Blazers. If you remember, if you listen to that show, just to spite Saba, because I knew he wanted the Blazers. So I took him before he could. And I ended up trading them in for the Phoenix suns, the number two seed Phoenix suns. Mm. So unfortunately they're going to have to end up playing the Lakers, but I think that was, that was one. a good, that was a good trade. And Saba has the bucks, the Clippers, the jazz, the Sixers and the nuggets. So that's a fucking, Overall, your team is better, but I have the champion, so it doesn't matter. Okay. So do you want to do you want to trade out Boston for somebody? Um, I mean, you have everybody else. <laughs> uh Dallas. I mean, I guess Dallas would be a swap maybe out and get the Mavs back in here. Maybe. I I don't know. You know, I, I think that's probably or Miami. Maybe right? I go rogue and take Miami. If you think Miami has, you know, if if you think they can do it two years in a row. And beat Milwaukee. I think those are probably the two teams that you would look at. I don't think they can, but I think they have a better chance of getting to the next round. I mean, that's the thing. You're 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 playing the odds here. Like, which team has the best chance to move to proceed? Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go with the Heat. So you're trading Boston for Miami. Yeah, and I am going to pick up the Celtics. No, I'm just kidding. You talk me into it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you got a you got a pretty you're pretty set over there. You got a lot of teams that'll compete in the. Uh, so I had finals. Miami, and I traded yeah. them for Utah, which then prompted you to trade for the Suns, which you know those ended up being pretty good trades because I pulled that out of fucking thin air. So you're going Miami, right? Yep, Miami over Boston. Okay. So basically, outside of the Lakers and the Nets, it's been a little bit of a of a merry-go-round for you. A little bit. And for me, you know, you made, one tra- you made the one trade. Well, you know me. I mean, I'm I'm pretty good at this game. <laughs> we learned. We learned. So just a it's pretty review, easy when it's a snake draft. Review, <laughs> review the how the scoring works again. So yeah, to review the scoring, it's going to be uh, each team gets one point per win per playoff win and then you get bonus points for each round that you advance uh if you advance to the second round it's three points if you advance to the conference finals it's five points if you make it to the finals your squad gets seven points and when the lakers win the championship they'll get 10 points okay i like it just so everybody remembers the the scoring format all right enough of the fucking enough of the foreplay get into the nitty gritty let me hear your picks oh i got a couple i got a couple rapid fires for you that 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 apply here okay more likely to reach the conference finals i just want your opinion this doesn't really this isn't based this isn't based on odds or anything utah or phoenix which 
pretty easy, right? Because the Phoenix Suns play the Lakers in the first round. So, right. I understand. More who do you think's more more likely to reach the conference finals? The Jazz or the Suns? I mean the Jazz. Okay. I would I would probably agree. I think you and I are, are probably on the same page. As I said, I think Phoenix is a really good matchup for the Lakers in the first round. I think they're gonna test them. And I like Phoenix. I like what that team's done, man. They're they're a sexy, they're a fun team. It ain't going to happen. You just, they got, they are very unlucky. They are the only team that really has suffered. Nobody suffered more from the Lakers injuries than them. Not even the Lakers. That's that's true. (laughs) Okay. And the same question on the other side, who do you think is more likely to reach the conference finals, Milwaukee or Philly? Oh man, that's a good one. Well, I actually, I'm going to go Philly because they're they're missing they're they're gonna and they're gonna end up playing the eight seed whether it's you know one of the four playoff uh play in tournament teams that we mentioned Boston Washington Indiana or Charlotte so I I don't think that they're that's gonna be a problem there and then they're gonna get the winner of the New York and Atlanta series so yeah. I'm gonna go with Philly I agree all right so let's hear your picks let's just let's hear who, let's hear what you got Eastern Conference Western Conference Finals who you got ECF who you got WCF all right Eastern Conference Finals I really like Milwaukee. And I know that they just beat Brooklyn in back-to-back games, but you know, guys were out for Brooklyn. But who's to say that they won't be out for games uh, in that series? But I just think that they're the two best teams. Uh, it's Philly and Brooklyn, so that's who I got in the Eastern Conference Finals. I have Philly and Brooklyn as well. Who do you got in the Western Conference? Western Conference Finals. I got this pesky, uh, this wily, just up-and-coming, hungry team. The, the, the seven seed. Los Angeles Lakers in the Western Conference Finals after uh, go ahead and taking care of this play-in business. And then uh, I think that they'll handle the Suns. And I think that they're going to meet, I think that they're going to meet the LA Clippers, um, the team that has been avoiding them, you know, tanking the last week just so they wouldn't have to any chance of playing them uh, in that 6-3 if the Lakers were able to get it. But uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go with the Battle of Los Angeles in the Western Conference. So I made a proclamation last year that I would never go against LeBron James again. I did. So what are we doing here? I'm taking the Utah Jazz, and I will never, like I said, go against LeBron James. I'm taking the the L.A. Lakers, defending champion L.A. Lakers, to play the Utah Jazz in the Western Conference Finals. I like it. I like it. So, all right. So, are we going back now, making picks here. Yeah. Who do you like? Let's just go both. Who do you like to? Who do you like to meet in the finals? And just you know what, pick your winner too. All right. So, from the Eastern Conference, I'm gonna go with the Philadelphia 76ers and MVP runner-up Joel Embiid. So, I think that uh, you think they're going to the finals? I do. I do. Um, God. So yeah, I've got I've See, I've got this every time. They you got, do look, things. Man, it's Doc Rivers, man. It's the Doc Rivers thing. You remind so, every time I think that you can't get any like say like crazier shit. You remind me why I respect and appreciate you so much. <laughs> it's so wild for me to pick the number one seed to make the finals, and I have them uh, losing to the Los Angeles lakers after they take care of their clippers in six games and i have them beating philly in six as well 
So give me the Lakers in six over Philadelphia. You got the Lakers in six over Philadelphia. So what I'm going to say is I don't have either of the favorites in the NBA Finals. I have Philly playing Utah in the NBA Finals. And, and let me explain to you why. There's one very specific thing that I think is going to come into play here when you talk about Philly and Utah. There's three teams in the playoffs that are allowing more than 12% of their fans to be in stadiums. Two of those teams, the Philadelphia 76ers are allowing their capacity to be at 50%. The Utah Jazz is allowing their capacity to be at 71%. All these teams have not experienced a true road experience in a very, very long time. I like in a long series, a battle-tested team talking specifically in the Eastern Conference Finals. This Brooklyn team, I get it. Kyrie's won, you know, hit the, hit the biggest shot or the second biggest shot in NBA history. Durant's won titles. Harden, obviously, has – it's well-documented, his struggles. Those three players have only played eight games together. Man, Philadelphia's defense, their number one defensive efficiency – all of their starters, top to bottom, are top five at their position, or, you know, five or better in defensive efficiency. Now, look, offensively, they're not as strong, but Embiid is, when he's healthy, he's, he was the best player in the NBA this year. So he would have won the MVP if he could have stayed healthy. I'm going with Philly. And Utah, I just, this Utah team is, is very similar to, those Warriors teams, they shoot a lot of threes. Matter of fact, they broke a record for the most three-pointers per game in NBA history this year at 16.5-ish. They also had the best defensive efficiency against three-pointers. So the teams they played hit the fewest threes. So they're hitting about seven threes per game more than the competition. I think the Lakers, that's, that's their – Achilles heel is, is, is three point shooting. Utah is a highly, highly, uh, their, their defense is, is outstanding. They have an emerging superstar in Donovan Mitchell. I just, man, I like Philly. I like Utah with all that being said, Philly has the formula to win. They got two superstar players. They got a coach with experience. They got a team who's gotten a little bit better year after year, Roughly, and and they are they're getting to their apex. I like Philly to beat Utah five, maybe six tops. Yeah, I like it. It's an interesting take on stadium capacity, or I'm sorry, arena capacity, and uh, we'll see if it bears out. Um, well, the Lakers and and the Nets are only allowed to have ten percent capacity. Yeah, and that's that's fine. I mean, but look, that Lakers change. games aren't Lakers games aren't aren't rough and rowdy anyway. I I hear you, but here's the thing that you know, obviously, I'm I'm taking Brooklyn this fans in, would be. I'm taking this into consideration on May 17th, six weeks from now or whatever, five, four or five weeks from now when these teams play, it could be different, right? They could all they, all these teams could be at 100 percent capacity. So, point. you know, it may not be as big of a factor, but, you know, I have to go with the information I have today. So and I, 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 I like I, it. I, I, I like it, too. I like it, too. It's, it's a little, um, you know, it's a little against the grain 
So I, I'm always a fan of, of those types of things. And, um, you know, I know by no means I feel like that, that was a that was a backhanded fucking compliment. You just absolutely right not. There. Absolutely not. I was just stating a fact. You know, but I know I, you're lying because your voice went up six octaves <laughs> on that. But I by no means think Utah is like like the Falcons were. Or I'm sorry, the, the, the Hawks a few years ago. And, you know, they won 62 games and had uh their entire starting five was the Eastern Conference Player of the Week one one week. Al and, Horford and Kyle yeah, I think Horber they're they're much much better than, than teams like that, you know. So or, or you know that that one seed Celtics team when LeBron. I mean Donovan Mitchell's a, when LeBron beat him. He's a borderline top ten player in the NBA. Yeah, he, he's know? up there. I, um, I'll say top. I'll say top twenty. He's pretty safely inside the top twenty. Um, I said borderline. You know, and, and Gobert's one of the few big guys that will do the dirty work and not bitch about things on the other side of the ball. So yeah, he gets paid $27 million a year to get 11 Set rebounds screens. and block yeah. three shots. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course he's not going to bitch. And uh, you know, I like Conley Conley takes them to uh, you know, a whole other level. Well, you know, he has, know. he's taken them though. And, and their, 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 uh, their bench, their role players, man, I really like that team. I think that I think a lot of people are sleeping on them because it's Utah, because it's you know sleepy Utah. Their games are on late. Nobody watches. I think if you would go out and ask ten casual fans, people that don't watch NBA on a regular basis, you know who the number one seed was in the Western Conference, they would probably tell you it was the Clippers, the Lakers. You know they wouldn't even they wouldn't even be able to tell you the Suns were two. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And, and that's, I mean, like I said, I think that they're much better than a team that, that deserves to be slept on like that. You know, Jordan Clarkson is a ballin this year. So, um, he got some new neck tats. <laughs> and, and no, he, space all, he is all tatted up. All right. So, just for we talked, we, 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 we unpacked a lot there. You got the Lakers over Philly in six. Uh, yes. I got, I got Philly over Utah. I want to say five, but I'm going to say six. I like Philly over Utah in six. You got anything else? I don't think so. Don't forget at WC Sports Pod, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Like, follow, subscribe. We are available on all your favorite streaming platforms. Anywhere that you can consume podcasts, you can find us. We are also available on the Believe Podcast Network, number one podcast network for professionals. Check us out today at Believe.com. That's B-L-E-A-V. And as always... We are presented by betonline.ag. With that, we love you and enjoy your lives. LeBron James back-to-back cheers. Somebody suck me.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.